Blog Talk Radio. making uh, cicada burgers yet? Oh, oh, I hope not. <laughs> you know people them. eat those things? <laughs> oh, I'm not messing oh, with it. They here already? <laughs> yeah, they're here. They're coming all out the ground and buzzing and doing whatever it is that they do. Oh, my God. I'm just saying with red wine, 
living for the city with Papa Didi. Uh, my Hollywood wrap-up, the kiss the list, and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and uh, we'll be back with the hot topic. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. All right, welcome back to John Party. When you host Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. It's time to get to these hot topics. So much happening this week. My goodness. Happening every week. Yeah, you're right. Seemed like this week stuff was just popping. All right. Let me kick it over to you, Kettle. What's the first hot topic for tonight? Okay. Um... Atlanta was forced to reinstate a policeman charged with killing a black man. Here we go again. That's all I can say. Uh, The city of Atlanta on Wednesday reinstated a police officer fired over the fatal shooting of a black man last year after an oversight board ruled that he was terminated without due process. Hmm. The Atlanta Civil uh, Service Board said the city failed to follow its procedures when uh, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms dismissed Garrett Rolfe, who is white, without a hearing. Okay. He shot um, Richard Brooks, which was 27, in the back in June outside of a Wendy's restaurant. Okay, I remember that. Um, Rolfe is uh, charged with felony murder, aggravated assault, and other crimes in the case. A trial date has not been set. The city said in a statement that he will remain on administrative duty. So representatives for the city and the board uh, were not available for further comment. The mayor defended her initial decision to fire Rolf. Uh, so June 12th, this June 12th shooting, which came two weeks after the killing of George Floyd, um, heightened tensions across the uh, United States over police brutality and racism in America. Um, police officers were responding to um, complaints that Brooks had fallen asleep while drunk behind the wheel of a car in the drive-through lane of the fast food restaurant Wendy's. Uh, after a struggle, he um, wrestled away one of the officer's tasers, fired um, it at the police, and then ran away, defying um, their orders to stop. He was shot twice in the back. Come on, y'all. Really? Yeah. I, I remember that. that. How are yeah. you a running away from somebody? Right. Why not try to injure the man? Maybe hit him in the arm or the leg or something because you don't want to chase after him, so you want to shoot him in the back. Mm. Wow. It's crazy. So um, so um, they're forced to reinstate him. 
Um, I can't believe he some... got that job back though. Isn't that crazy? I don't think I would want to go back. But I mean, being white and right, I guess that's the that's the case. I guess you know he probably just going on like nothing happened. Like that was you know my duty, quote unquote duty to do that. So. Um, so now so he's got long, but but he's just on administrative duty, so he's not carrying a gun or anything, though, right? <laughs> it doesn't say well, he's he got his job back. You know, he's he gets his job mm-hmm. back, and the credentials come with a job. I mean, I think he's just collecting a paycheck now. I don't think he's out on the streets doing anything because of that pending. But they saying that they got rid of him due to uh, getting rid of him before due process. But uh, I think now they just kind of put him back on the payroll and gave him back his stuff. But he's, I'm sure he's doing some kind of – he's probably even probably working from home or something or doing whatever. Doing paperwork and stuff. Who knows? He's probably just just getting paid. Who I knows? hope they fire him again. But you know what? He probably got reinstated so he can get his pension. That's probably what that was. So he can stay on maybe probably for a couple of years. And then after that, he's probably going to retire and get his full pension. So, mm. You know, they they, mm. they they work things, you know, around other people. You, you don't know what's going on in the background. So, it's like probably like keep your eyes wide open. It just sounds like a racket. Yeah, of course. You know what it is. Mm. That's what it is. Oh, boy. <clears throat> well. That's it on that one. Yeah, I'm still putting that officer on the kiss it list. Officer Rolf, 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 whatever his name is. Okay, I got uh, I got one from out of South Carolina. South, this is crazy. South Carolina House has voted Wednesday of this week to add firing squad back to their state's execution methods because they don't have enough lethal injection drugs. I'm like, wait a minute, you're going to do what? Now, they're saying that this measure is meant to jumpstart executions in a state that once had one of the busiest death chambers in the nation. The bill was approved by a vote 66 to 43 and is going to require that condemned inmates choose either being shot or electrocuted if the lethal injection drugs are not available. Now, this is, uh, South Carolina is one of only nine states that still uses the electric chair, and they're going to become only uh, the fourth state that is going to start using the firing squad. I'm like, really, y'all going to? Line the person, people just shoot. I, that is one of the mm. most barbaric things. To me, that's more barbaric than the electric chair. I, I don't know. That that's just crazy. So they, they their state has passed a law and said, yeah, we're gonna bring back the firing squad, but that's because they don't have enough lethal injection juice. Apparently, the supply they had expired, and they 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 can't use it. So until they have, I guess, enough budget to go get some more, then this is what they came up with. They're going to bring back the firing squad, and then the inmates can choose, those that are on death row, 
you can choose if if they're lethal if you're supposed to be lethally injected and they don't have the stuff to do it then you can choose do you want to be electrocuted or do you want to go with the firing squad <laughs> this is some bizarre stuff this is south is. carolina 2021 south carolina brought back the firing squad that's that's all I can tell you. You know, I got some background statistics on when they first started with the electric chair, and you know, they were one of the states who executed the youngest person ever in the electric chair. Of course, it was a black person, and then they later found out that this young boy did not kill these two white women. But by then, they had already killed him in the electric chair. Sad. Oh, that's all I got on that one. South Carolina's tripping. That's your boy state too, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Lindsey Graham State. And the other guy, don't forget the the black senator, Tim Scott. Oh, that's right. Tim Scott is South Carolina. So see what he thinks about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh this is some wild stuff at uh over in uh Columbus, South Carolina again. Uh, this uh, this is the boot camp there. Uh, Fort Jackson has been uh, just uh, well. Anyway, what the story is about is really is an armed uh, Fort Jackson trainee hijacked a South Carolina school bus full of children. All right, this is in Columbia, South Carolina. A soldier in training now at the uh, Fort Jackson. He's been arrested after hijacking the school bus. Were armed. He was armed with a gun. Police said. Officials said that it was. Uh, Started around 7 o'clock in the morning, Thursday, when a trainee dressed in a physical training, you know, the regular uh, camouflage fatigue outfit. Uh, he was carrying an M4 rifle, jumped jumped a fence at uh, Fort Jackson and left his post. He was identified as, uh, his name was Jovan uh, Carlasso. He was 23 years old from New Jersey. Now, Fort Jackson uh, notified law enforcement but admitted that uh, Colasso had been uh, gone for a brief time before they noticed. Now, the trainee was trying to flag down cars on Interstate 77, so he basically was going AWOL, basically. So the trainee was trying to flag down cars on Interstate 77, which was near the uh, near the, uh, the training camp, and the drivers called the sheriff's department. The official said that uh, Colasso uh, got on the school bus was rifle as the driver was letting children on the school bus on uh, on the street called Parcel Road at uh, Parcel Road at, at Eagle Park Road. The parents uh, stopped a deputy and said the man with a gun was on a child's bus with his with a rifle, and the students were heading to an elementary school called uh, Forest Lake. So video released by the uh, Richland County Sheriff's Department showed the trainee pointing the rifle at the driver and demanding he shut the door and drive. Mm. The tra- but, they, but at the end of the day, they said that, that his rifle wasn't loaded. Then they also said that they don't uh, issue ammunition to trainees um, that have less than three weeks. So this guy only had like a week in training when he decided he wanted to bail. Oh, he was brand new. He was brand new, yeah. He, they, his, his pants weren't even hemmed up. Mm-hmm. So, um, so once on the bus, he reportedly told the driver that he didn't want to hurt anybody, just wanted to get to the next town. So, uh, lots of the suspects brought the kids to the front of the bus, 
and they started asking questions, which confused him. So the kids started giving him a questionnaire. You know how kids are. They didn't know whether he was joking or whatever the case may be. According to officials, the bus was stopped at uh, Parcel and Alpine Road when the trainee, when the trainee had the uh, 18 elementary school and the driver get off the bus. And then the trainee, he then drove the bus for like a mile further before he abandoned the bus on uh, about four or five blocks away. Mm-hmm. He left the rifle on the bus and went through the neighborhood trying to get rides, trying to get clothes and to make his way back to Route 77, where citizens and deputies spotted him and he was arrested without incident. All right. Carlissa was charged with 19 counts of kidnapping, carjacking, possessing a weapon on a school property, armed robbery, and weapons possession during a violent crime. Now, now here's another person that uh, literally walked away or was arrested, okay? Now, you kidnap 18 kids, you stick a gun. With a, now, we, we've had, you know, gentlemen that was killed that had no gun at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, no gun at all. Now this man pointed a gun at the driver. Eighteen kids on the bus, rode the bus, put the kids off, took the bus itself, and everything. And they always say at the end of the day, when it's a person of a non-color situation, he was arrested without incident. Mm. Now you have no intentions of even doing anything to this person, as long as you. I don't know. I won't. But as you see, his skin color and all. But that's not the moral of the story. The story is that he was a lost his mind in boot camp, wanting to get away. But the repercussions of people that get killed having no weapons at all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Stop for a traffic stop in their own car. This man hijacks a school bus at seven o'clock in the morning. School bus full of kids. School bus full of kids with a rifle from a military base, an M4 military rifle. And he walks away without incident. So, but here's my question: two sides of the story. Is, is it really armed robbery if the gun is not loaded? Well, nobody knows it's not loaded. That's not something you're going to assume at all. When you see a gun, somebody point a gun at you, they mean business. So, you can't really. Okay, you know. I was just wondering, like after the fact, when they realized mm-hmm. the gun was not loaded. Do they still give you that charge? No, I don't, I don't think no prosecutor is going to drop no charges like that because you brought a gun. It was an official gun. Whether it had guns, but it had bullets in it, was just your good luck. You know, maybe that may change something going forward. But uh, once you brought a gun to the party, I mean, that's it. It wasn't like it was a BB or air rifle or some kind of toy. You know, mm-hmm. it was real. So, okay. but. Uh, yeah, that was very interesting. You know, I'm surprised that nobody, or at least I haven't heard anybody, bring up mental illness. Well, still, once once he once he let the hostages off the bus, he should have been fair game. Mm-hmm. I see better episodes on SWAT, you know, hmm. the TV program. So anyway, I'll leave that alone. All righty. Well, do you want to join the conversation? Oh, I'm sorry. What do you want to say, Kevin? No, I was just saying it's just. Said. I guess he just was just trying to get home, but the way he went about things, I mean, I guess he had had enough. He, he had cracked, I guess. But like he said, we didn't hear anything about mental um, health and mental illness. Um, but like Papa Diddy says, always three sides, right? Real, I'm not giving him that alibi at all. Mental my ass. So you you knew what you was doing when you got the bus and the kids and the driver and the gun and the. Everything else. At that point, you became fair game. And like I said, once he let those let those those hostages go, you know, 
I mean, it shouldn't have been a savage, you know, go ahead and blow his brains out, but it should have been taken serious, you know, once he did that. But I don't know whether they were slow. Being it was 7 o'clock in the morning, I don't know whether people were slow to react or whatever, but, I mean, these are little kids, man, at 7 o'clock in the morning, you know, going to elementary school. I'm sure them parents are just frazzled as hell, you know. So it should have been a little more, you know, authority risen. It should have been a little more oomph toward the situation as opposed to it seemed like it really died down very casual in my opinion. Yeah, they did seem to squash it real quick. Yeah, anyway. All right. Well, if you want to join the conversation, number is 914-803-4306. You just want to listen and hang out with us, you can do that. Join us online as well. You can find us on uh, your favorite podcast, uh, we're probably there too. So we're going to take a quick break and we're coming back and we're going to hit them and quit them on the Pajama Party Show. It's the Friday night adult talk show, The Pajama Party, on Blog Talk Radio, produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Visit us online at www.apajamaparty.com. Click the banner and you can join us online or call us right now at 914-803-4306. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and call us now, 914-803-4306, and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved up front just for you at the Pajama Party. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Now let's get back to the Pajama Party crew and more of the Pajama Party. That better not be my robe. All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Oh, swag, darling. All right, it's time to hit them and quit them. All right, this is a story uh, says that the white Colorado state representative calls colleagues buckwheat. Okay, let's let's get into this. Okay, maybe they've been watching uh, reruns of old Rocky films or still reeling from the high of uh, rushing into the capital of uh, January 6th, but some Republicans are getting real reckless with their words. Mm. All right, and one of the worst examples might be a Colorado state representative who referred to a colleague as buckwheat. Now that wow. that has nothing to do with Rocky. I mean, that's two bit, two different time frames altogether. Anyway, uh, anyway, while some now know where the person who wrote the story was. Anyway, uh, while some news outlets will tell you that they uh, don't know who represented Richard. Hawthorne was referring to when he called a colleague Buckwheat. It's evident that uh, Hawthorne was uh, talking to someone black because white people don't call each other uh, white Buckwheat. There was no white Buckwheat. Anyway, Mm -hmm. and secondly, Hawthorne, this gentleman here, uh, has a history of saying uh, wally intensive things uh, to his colleagues. In fact, after calling someone Buckwheat, Democratic Representative uh, Tom Sullivan who was also white, jumped down Hoffman's throat for the comment. Hoffman had the floor and was commenting on the amendment to a uh, postponed bill when someone off camera interrupted him. He said, I'm getting here. Don't worry, Buckwheat. 
And, and what? It's just amazing that these people are carrying on like this. Now these people, now this, these are state representatives, you know. Yeah. And these are people in, in the state house, you know, downtown, wearing suits every day, representing, you know, making state laws and things like that. All the laws that are governed in the state has to do with driving or whatever. Pissing, and these meetings are pissing on the sidewalk, and whatever broadcast. you do, you know. But anyway, uh, make a long story short, you know they they're uh, they're they're cracking down on this particular state house, saying that it's getting out of hand. That they think that the 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 uh, the level of uh, Trump's Trump's disposition is is reared his ugly head in all type of situations. I'm going to speak on myself later on in my segment uh, coming up. What's popping? And I'm, I'm naming that segment. That I'm naming that segment today. Where are we at this point? And I'm going to get deep with that because it really seems that these days, with the stuff you're seeing in the news every day, the way the Republicans or and it's not even it, I, you know I'm not even going to put a damn title on it as Republican. The way white folks are behaving these days, it's just off the chain. And and we have to come to a conclusion. Do we really want to consider them any some type of half-assed friend? going forward, especially when we get back to the office, you know. But uh, like I said, get back to the story here. They're saying they're going to crack down on language at the state house, and for everybody to uh, start acting like they respect their coworkers and respect their position. And But, you know, how you going? You can't teach old dogs new tricks, so I think that's there to stay. So anyway, this is in um, Colorado where they got plenty of money now. This is where they where weed is legal. Okay, and they selling they they got stores and stores of so they got no financial worries there. And this guy's so. name was what? Hawthorne, you said Hawthorne, Holly? Yeah, Hawthorne, Hawthorne. Yeah. All right. Richard Hawthorne. All right, he's on the kiss it list. All right. I can't believe that he felt comfortable enough to just tell somebody, yeah, you know, I'm I'm getting there. Well that's the whole you know what that's, what? that's the whole Well, you know, I think the people have believed now that they can almost talk like Trump. Trump has put it in people's mind that you can behave like me, but if you want to follow a leader of a cult, why would you follow somebody damn near 75 years old? Ain't that kind of old for a leader? I mean, and who's to say what Trump? I mean, Trump could change his mind the next day. His Alzheimer's could set in or dementia could set in or, you know, he could start having some prostate issues or some, you know, who okay. knows what the, you know, that could change his old ass up. Anyway. Well. We'll move on. Yeah. All right. But we'll I, I was just going to chime in and say that that's sad that they have to tell these people how to act. I mean, you grown adults. Yeah. It's, it's just yeah, ridiculous. Well, that's because Trump has definitely sprinkled the stardust out there. The stardust is in the air, and some people think they can <laughs> grab that. And it really just shows how they really were the whole time. You know, and like I said, we have to really consider whether or not we want to continue to befriend some of our coworkers going forward. You know, once we do find out what they study or what they put in, we'll get into that later. Anyway. All right. What you got, Cal? All right. Um, Peloton. Um, you know, the uh, the little treadmill thing, Peloton is recalling all treadmills as a report yeah. of injuries in one death. The announcement marked a major reversal of Peloton's initial reaction and comes after weeks of discussions with the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. Oh, talking to the big rigs now, so you know, change your tune. Uh, and the uh-huh. statement Peloton apologized for not acting more quickly to resolve the issue after reports of 
one death and dozens of injuries. The CEO, uh, John Foley, I put him on a kiss and He goes on to say, we should have engaged more productively with uh, them from the um, outset. For that, I apologize. Who's going to take that? Please, put him on the kiss and list, John Foley. Um, Peloton shares uh, closed the day down near 15% hitting a low, uh, not seen since September. Um, that wiped out about $4.1 billion from Peloton's market value. Okay, good. Y'all, y'all feeling it. The company is advising uh-huh. customers who already have either the uh, Tread or Tread Plus products to immediately stop using the equipment Oh, and contact Peloton for a full refund or other um, qualified oh. remedies. It added that um, it, it is um, working on a repair that will be offered to treadmill owners in the coming weeks. The recall affects about 125,000 uh, tread, uh, tread Plus machines and roughly um, 1,050 Tread Productions in the uh, U.S. So, interesting. They said they received 18 reports about the touchscreen loosening and six reports of the touchscreen detaching and falling from the tread. The group had previously warned about Peloton's Shred Plus product last month after one child died in an incident involving the machine. There were also dozens of other reports reported injuries. So I want to say kudos to them, but you guys should have done something in the get-go. I mean, you're the kids. Um, there must not be a cutoff switch or something. I don't know what the deal is on these Peloton things here. I just don't understand what's going on. But um, finally, they're going to rectify something. Well, I hope Let's everybody happen in the coming. I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. I mean, but they they feeling it because four point one billion dollars. They they feeling it in the pocket. So. Yeah, they got plenty of money. Yeah, all right. Because them damn things expensive. Yeah. Well, I got one for you. Uh, It took her, what, 18, since 2018, 19, so that's almost three years now. They finally arrested this woman and charged her with starting one of those big fires out in Cali in the West Coast. It was one of the, uh, the one called the Delta Wildfire, which happened in 2018, This fire wiped out 63,000 acres and destroyed dozens of properties. The woman's name is Cynthia Ann LaRue. She's a 57-year-old resident of Mountain Gate in Shasta County, where the fire was. She was arrested on Wednesday this week and charged with 20 felony counts of arson and two special circumstances allegations of arson with aggravating factors whatever all of that is, but anyhow, they got her. Um, They said that she caused bodily injury, and, you know, of course, it was a state of emergency, 16 counts of arson of a structure, property, forest land. You know, she she did a whole lot of damage. I mean, when you say 63,000 acres, that's a lot of land. So she was arrested on Wednesday, and like I said, this was the fire, the Delta fire, that started on September 5th of 2018. I don't know how they got tipped off and tracked her down, but they caught her this week. 
So, just goes to show, you can run, but you can't hide. So, she's being held on a million-dollar bail and faces a maximum sentence of more than 55 years in prison. Later for you, Miss LaRue. Bet you won't light another match. Mm. Well, here's another crazy story here. This is this is a California bar owner charged with selling fake COVID-19 uh, vaccination cards. Oh, uh, you know the cards you get when you get your test done. Mm-hmm. You know, that shows, you know, your first shot or your second, or just period, if you got a one shot from Johnson Johnson or whatever. You know, but the owner was saying, was a saying, I guess that's a quant- Conquit. San Quan San Quan Quinn County Bar in uh, California. He's arrested and charged this week uh, with selling fraudulent COVID nineteen vaccination cards. That's a damn shame. Okay, the arrest Tuesday of uh, Todd Anderson, fifty nine years old, filed an investigation by the uh, California Department of Alcohol and Beverages. Now this man has a liquor license and everything. Okay, it began in April after the agency received complaints that uh, fake cards are being sold at the old corner saloon in uh, Clemens. Clemens, I guess, is the, the town in that county. Mm-hmm. All right, so undercover agents were able to purchase four. Now, now anytime time an undercover agent can just go in there and purchase some shit, you really don't have a plan. You know what I'm saying? You really don't have a plan. Okay, mm-hmm. so undercover agents were able to purchase four fake vaccination cards at the bar for $20 now. $20. Now, if people want to... If people want to buy these vaccination cards, why the hell didn't you sell them for at least a hundred? I mean, <laughs> hell, if I, oh my God, twenty dollars, man. If I was selling weed, I think weed, his problem was more than the cards being cheap. Mm-mm-mm. If I was selling weed, jokers would be buying at least an ounce for my ass. I wouldn't be selling no nickel, dime, twenty, none of that bullshit. Anyway, according to ABC spokesman John Carr who noted that it was the first uh, case of its kind and the agency was had investigate. Well, that's because it's the first time this happened. Uh, the San Quentin County Sheriff Department uh, assisted with the arrest during which Anderson was found to be in possession of material relating to uh, distribution of fraudulent COVID-19 mm-hmm. vaccination cards and an unregistered firearm he had also to boot. So Anderson was charged with three felonies, including uh, forgery of a government seal, including uh, theft and having an unregistered firearm in a public place, according to uh, Lisa Eubanks, who's a spokesman for the San Quentin County District Attorney's Office. All right. Uh, This uh, spokesman also said that the uh, identified theft charge was uh, attached because of Pfizer and uh, Moderma and other uh, disease control preventory, all their little seals and everything was on everything he was doing. So how this guy get a hold of this here? He must have found a hell of a print shop and just went to he town. He probably hooked up with somebody who had the legitimate stuff and just copied it. Yeah, and they said, well, this is pretty serious because distributing falsely and purchasing fake COVID-19 uh, vaccine cards is truly against the law and endangers himself and others. So in recent weeks, marketplace websites such as also now OfferUp, eBay, Spotify also have come under scrutiny as potential outlets for uh, sales of fake cards as well. So he wasn't the only person doing this now. Mm. Other major entities were doing it as well. Just going to show you that everybody's got their 
fingers in some bullshit, you know. It's anything that happens, COVID hustle. Anything that happens, somebody right, it's gonna turn something into a hustle, and that's deep. I didn't know that uh, at these other places, you know, eBay and well, eBay is I don't I don't mess with them no damn way. eBay and OfferUp and all these places in, in the game. Are they well. going after the people that are buying them? Well, I don't. It doesn't say, but uh, he's they need selling. to track them down. Well, he's selling it, so. Anyway, so you 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 don't want to get the shot, but you want to get you a fake card so you can travel or what? Yeah, so you can the, yeah, so what you is can the, pretend like you got the shot. Yeah, it's just we we live in a sick ass society today. <laughs> People are twenty bucks. Twenty, yeah, that's what I said. I'll be selling it for a hundred bucks. Oh, they going they want to buy it. You are gonna give me at least hundred dollars? I am not gonna waste my time. Ooh. And you know, the the cheaper it is, the longer the line. You know. Yeah. I'd rather make five hundred a day than make a hundred a day. If I'm gonna sell five, let me get five hundred as the pellets five and getting a hundred, you know, anyway. So, so I wonder what's gonna be the penalty for this particular bar or bar owner. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, who knows? It'll probably be a daggone slap on the damn wrist as usual. Same shit, different day. Nigga, where they are? Utah. Come on now. I guess they can't take his liquor license because it had nothing to do with that, but I don't know. Well, he's in the, he's in the park. Well, this is Utah, yeah. Texas. I'm sorry. Where, where was this again? Uh, let me see here. All the games were actually just Colorado. gave the county. Did you say Colorado? No, I didn't. Somebody was in Colorado. No, that was the last yeah, story. Yeah, that, oh, that was the last story. This one here actually just said the <laughs> county. It's actually... It was uh, in California. 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 Okay. California. Okay, Cali. Okay. They got California. so many counties up there. San this Ooh. and San that. And, and, All right. Yeah. Hit them and quit them. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, you the uh, uh, hit them and quit them police tonight? Uh, very well. What's up? I'm the yeah. hit them and quit them police. <laughs> hit them and quit them. Don't make me ring the bell on you. Uh, wait right. a minute. So, look. If, if, so, if anybody wants to call in and talk about it, we what are you gonna move along to? <laughs> no, they can get it in, but otherwise we're gonna get them in quick. Yeah, if you're listening, right, you want to tune right. in, just press right. one. Yeah. Press one, and you'll get in you, the queue. You didn't give them the number. Uh, uh, what's up, Bob? You didn't give them the number. <laughs> hey, uh, was it nine one four eight zero three four three zero six? What That's it. Right, that's the number to call in, and if you're on already, just press <laughs> one on your phone, and we'll see a little call and uh. Get you in. All right. All right. Oh, all right. All right. Let, let me get to the next. Let me get to this next article. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, wait, Kettle. Um, Kettle. Before you do that. Before you do that, we got to go to the phone yes. line. Papa, talk oh, them okay. up. Okay. So, so let's go hey, to the line. We're gonna come back to you, so you can hit it and quit it. All right. Yes, ma'am. All right. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to the pajama party show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, hey welcome. Hey there. How's it hey, going on this evening? We're wonderful. Great, great. I have a question for Red Wine. It's a follow-up question. Um, and you were talking about the um, case about the uh, wildfire fires, and um, <clears throat> I just yeah. wanted to know, did they say how it started, how did she start it, and, you know, that back history, how did the fire actually start? 
They did not specify how she did it. They just said that this woman is the one that was arrested for all those multiple counts of arson. So they did not say in the story how she did it. Nor did they say why she did it. I wonder how, because um, I, I know we have all type of technology. I'm just wondering how they were able to trace it back to her. Yeah, mm. I'm curious about that myself. And this happened in 2018. Somebody could have ratted her ass out. Mm. <laughs> Case two. I don't know. She could have got ratted out, you know. Yeah, I'm curious about that with myself, Carla, because that does seem yeah. curious. Yeah. How did they figure out that, and only her? At least I haven't heard anybody else going down for this particular one. Yeah, I'm curious, too, on how all that started. I mean, to cause that much damage, she must have, well, there's so many dry lands that once you spark it up, depending on the wind direction and everything, it's just going to go. Yeah, that, that piqued my interest, that story. So I'm actually going to try to see if I can find out, because I'm just like, how? What does she do? I mean, she just was it by accident? Was it on purpose? You know. Well, well, Carla, I would, I, I would uh, say, take a, take a look at her, take a picture of her. She looks deranged. I'm looking at an article and it says there is no potential motive for the fires at this time. If you see what the hell she looks like, you will be like, okay. This woman was kind of on the cuckoo side. But uh, well, her bill was set at $1 million, I see. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to do that. But, you know, as they say, as the old saying, they say that looks are deceiving, so. <laughs> yeah, the that's true. Sane, okay. The most sane-looking people and innocent people are the ones are the worst ones, so. Well, well she don't look sane, I'm trying to tell you. It's going to scare you. You might jump. You might jump when you see it. So, okay. Oh, man. Check it out. So, when you find out, call us. Call us back and let us know what, what was all that about and how did she do it. I will do, and thank you for that information. Um, that really piqued my interest. So, that's, I'm giving myself a project. Okay. That was the Delta Fire, and she's in Shasta County. Got it. I'm on it. All right. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Kettle, it's your turn. Hit it and quit yes. it. What you got? Yes, yes, ma'am. All right, we're going to Utah. Utah okay. affirms transgender right to change birth certificates. Hmm, that's an interesting story. Um, Salt Lake City, the Utah Supreme Court affirmed the right of transgender people to change their sex destination on birth certificates a ruling that came as a bright spot for advocates um, amid a wave of legislation targeting transgender people, fields banning transgender youth uh, from sports teams that match their gender identity, and one, Arkansas, has blocked gender-confirming health care for youth. Okay. Um, every U.S. state except Tennessee allows people to change their gender markers on birth certificates, though Montana lawmakers uh, this year added a requirement for people to have surgery beforehand. Wow, a lot going on in these states. So for transgender people having a driver's license or identification 
with the wrong gender marker on it can force a transgender person to out themselves on a daily basis, putting them at risk for ridicule, discrimination, and violence. Um, the decision came after two people, Annie Weiss and Sean Childers Gray, were denied sex designation changes by a Utah judge who said it was unclear whether he had the authority to approve it. Okay, wow. Says this is a landmark victory for transgender Utahns, and uh, uh, said uh, Troy Williams, he's the executive director of the group Equality of Utah, who also celebrated the um, rejection of two legislative bills targeting transgender youth. How got it going on, huh? So they're saying that they they don't have permission to be able to alter their birth certificate if they want to? No, they do. Oh, they do. Okay. Right. The Utah Supreme Court affirmed the right of transgender people to change their sex on the birth certificate. So it's a landmark, you know, uh, victory for them. Oh, I see. Only in Utah so far, yeah. But they were just saying these other states, they have other, um, you know, laws and things going on with transgender. So it's interesting. I mean, the world is truly changing. So Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I got the last one. This one going back to the East Coast now, Pennsylvania. This is one where it's basically two stories in one. There's a man in Pennsylvania who's been sentenced to five years probation after pleading guilty to casting a vote in the name of his deceased mother in an effort to reelect the then president, you know, 45. Your boy. Yeah. According to court records, this was in Delaware County. Now, this man is 70 years old. His name is Bruce Bartman, 70 years old. He received this sentence of five years of probation after entering a guilty plea to two counts of perjury and one count of unlawful voting. Uh, Bartram is going to lose his right to vote for four years pursuant to Pennsylvania statute. Now, voter records show that Bartram used uh, Pennsylvania's online voter registration portal to register both he and his late mother-in-law, Elizabeth Bartram, Mm -hmm. and his deceased mother-in-law, Elizabeth Wyman, who died in 2019, illegally registering both of them as Republican voters. Now, he voted both of, all both of them, all three of them, voted for Trump. Two of the women, of course, were deceased, but that's what he did. Now, he filled out, he requested and filled out and sent in the absentee ballot for his deceased mother and mother-in-law. And then he explained to the court he did it because of the coronavirus pandemic. He had been isolated at home, and then he was misled by propaganda and statements that were made about voter fraud. So he's blaming it on that. Now, here's part two to this story. But Y'all he's re- the one doing the fraud. Yeah, he's a fraud, <laughs> but he was misled Woo. by fraudulent statements. Now, here's part two to this story. Y'all remember Crystal Mason? We covered this story before. 
going back to 2018, this sister, Crystal Mason, black woman, was sentenced to five years, not probation, but five years of jail for casting a provisional ballot due to the fact that she was on federally supervised release. Now, this was a sister who had some tax fraud, not tax fraud, something tax-related. She was uh, sent to jail, and when she got out of jail, she thought that, you know, because I got this federal whatever it was release, that I can vote. I think somebody else had even told her, okay, you, you cleared now, you can go vote. Yeah, Maria. She went out, and it was just a provisional vote. It was never even counted. She went out, cast her vote. And this was, she was in Texas. They put that sister in jail for five years for casting that vote. But this fool up in Pennsylvania willingly tried to fool the system, casting votes for two dead women, and they gave him five years of probation. What is wrong with this picture? Now, he knew what he was doing, and he did it deliberately. Crystal did not know that once she became a felon, until they changed all the state laws in Texas, that she was not going to be eligible to vote. She did not know that. And number two, it was just a provisional vote that did not count. But they put her in, in jail and told her she had to do five years for just trying to do her civic duty. Now, I'm just saying, this we got a wackadoodle legal system if she got it served five years now she's been appealing and appealing and all of that and now she's 46 now she's out on an appeal bond trying to avoid prison completely but if her case does uh ends up having to advance to the federal court system then she might potentially end up having to appeal from jail i mean this is getting out of hand so how long I'm has she I don't I don't know. I've been trying to find out for sure. Did she actually serve any of the five or she's been appealing it since that sentence was handed down? I think she's been on out on bond and constantly in an appeal process. Because what I'm understanding is that if she loses her appeal, once she runs out of appeals, she's gonna end up having to go to jail for this. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, how much bull crap is this? But this old man up in Pennsylvania who willingly, knowingly voted under the name of two deceased people, they tell him, well, you get five years of probation and we're not going to let you vote for four more years. I'm like, wow. I mean, granted, it was two different states, but come on, y'all, Really? <sighs> well, that's that's what's happening this week. Okay. Yeah, blowing my mind. Oh boy, I tell you, these states and their laws. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we're coming back. Or do we need a break at all? What are we doing? It's time yeah, I need, <laughs> I need okay. a break. I need a break. All right, we're gonna take a Ooh. quick break. And we're coming back with uh, this week's Cocktail of the Week. We got a good one for you, so stay right there so you can find out what you should be drinking. What's your opinion? 
We want to know on the late night adult pajama party. Call us now on 914-803-4306 and tell us if you agree or disagree or if you don't care one way or the other. If you've been waiting all week to tell somebody what's on your mind, now is your chance. Dial 914-803-4306 and press 1 to speak with the Pajama Party live on the air. To listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen banner on the top right. If you'd like to advertise your business with us, get in touch on www.apajamaparty.com. So call us now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We will get to you as quick as we can. Now, back to the Pajama Party Live. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One of Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo, raise your glasses. It's time for the cocktail of the week, week, week. Woo, what you got for us, Kevin? You're so excited. You must need this one. <laughs> yes, bring it on, bring it on. Oh. All right, listen up, listen up. The cocktail of the week, week, week is the mint ginger caprariska. Okay, I have to spell that one for you, but I'll tell you when I'm finished. All kinds of cocktails perk up when herbs are added to the mix. The key to extracting the herb flavors and fragrant oils is marvelous. So, we're going to have, uh, we need three slices of fresh ginger, one and a half uh, teaspoons of super fine sugar, five mint free, uh, four ounces of vodka, or if you want more, you just add it to make it five and ice so we're going to muddle uh, the ginger with um, sugar in a glass add mint sprig muddle until fragrant we're going to add our vodka and ice and then garnish with mint and stir so that is the mint ginger capriwasca it's spelled C-A-I-P-I-R-O-S-K-A Check it out. That's my All right. Woo. All got right. I got over there. <laughs> I, I had to get some more glass. I mean, some more ice. <laughs> oh, I bet. Uh-huh. Uh, so what is uh, uh, ginger here? Mint ginger capriosca. Yeah. That is going to be delicious. I can't wait to get one of those. All right. Thank you, Kettle. Cocktail of the Week is brought to you by D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. We appreciate you for that. And we're going to kick it over now to Papa Didi. It's that time. What's popping, Papa Didi? I know you've been saving it up for us. Mm-mm-mm. He's about to explode. What you got, Bobby D? Not really. I mean, I, I see it all coming. You know, the one thing I want everybody to do, <clears throat> I know that we as good people, we can get into our routines, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and do all the, the things we're supposed to do. But the one thing we got to start doing 
you got to start listening to that Fox News. You know what I mean? You got you got to start listening to it. I mean, and when I say listen to it, I don't mean get obsessed with. It. I, I'm you ain't gonna get obsessed with it at all. But you gotta hear what these white folks are listening to. You know what I mean? And you gotta turn on some. Even if you do it once a week, you know, some conservative radio. You gotta see what these white folks are listening to. It will blow your damn mind. And it's not so much what they're listening to; it's how they're being told. You know, the the, the reporters. Um, uh, help me out, Red Wine. These guys' names: Sean, uh, Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity, and the, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. These guys, they 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 talk so aggressive. Everything's about um, and you know, and they're 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 using it on it. They're using the word Democrat is a code word for black or nigga or or black folks or people of color. So whenever you hear Republicans or GOP use the word Democrat, especially Trump. Whenever say Trump, whenever Trump says Democrat, he's speaking of something of color. But I don't know when this stuff, and, and, and you know, Trump is one of the big culprits of it, when the whole Republican-Democrat thing became a line in the sand. You know what I'm saying? It has become a big line in the sand, big time. <clears throat> and that situation on April 6th at the Capitol if you didn't see the world for what it really is in 2021, your ass is so sleep at the wheel, it is not even funny, okay? I don't know what it is you represent or how you represent it or what you're doing in life or how you're living in life, but if the 6th of April did not show you, or 6th of January, excuse me, if the 6th of January did not show you what some of these people on the right side are capable of they just crazy you know and and but this is now i want to take it down now okay because this is something that the fox channel don't do they keep it hyped all the time now let's take it down on a different level let's go on the back side now as we start going back to work and everything right as we get off the zoom calls and we get off all the, you know, the stuff we're doing now, the six feet away and all this stuff. Because this is another reason that people can build foxholes during this time frame. And people can hate you more and back off more. Now they got a reason. They're using the math as an excuse. Because they hated your black ass from the beginning. So now they got a reason to stay away from you. They just got to do it with, you know, free will now. But, but what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is that when you get back to work with your coworkers, you really got to start paying attention in that office or in that room or in that warehouse or at that car wash or whatever you do for a living. If you work hand in hand with white folks in some degree, you got to start examining what these white folks are made of, what they're thinking and what they're listening to. Because if they got a conservative nature with a Donald Trump overtone, then I got news for you, man. They're not your friend. They're not your damn friend. Don't think it for a damn New York minute, okay? I'm just giving you a little piece of advice because I already got my my shit all, all, you know, rigged up right to know who's who and what's what and what to listen for. But you got to start doing that because 
I don't know what these people are trying to achieve with everything. If you notice, everybody's talking out the side of their mouth to keep everything to go back. I mean, you got the uh, the mayor of uh, Atlanta. She decided that she's not going to run for re-election. Okay? She said, I'm out. You know, and they asked her, you think you'll get a job with the Biden administration? She said, well, maybe, you know. But she's out because in Georgia, they're passing laws that's going to turn the voting shit upside down. And then the way that she, the, the cop had to get reinstated, that shot the guy in the back a couple of times where they burnt down the Wendy's and everything, you know, they, they got her all under scrutiny for, for firing him when his ass should have been fired. And, you know, people can only take but so much pressure, you know, because, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, the mayor of Atlanta is, is a beautiful black woman that goes on to her family at the end of the day. And you can't take but so much shit in your life, you know, and you can't carry everybody's burden. That's not what the world is designed to do. You know, God will only give you what you can handle. But if you're the mayor and you, you, you're trying to handle everything and all kind of shit is coming at you full force and you don't know who to trust on, the, on your council or, you know, in, a, in all the stuff they're doing in Atlanta and Georgia now, trying to change laws and everything like that. I mean, she's backing out. And I'm not calling her any kind of coward or running or anything. The sister's trying to save her ass. She's trying to let her gray hairs come in when they fucking supposed to come in. You know what I mean? So think about it. And like I said, listen to that conservative radio every now and then. And hear what's going on because in Texas, Florida... They, now they're trying to get in Pennsylvania. Every state that Trump lost, he's on a war path because his ass is fucking crazy. It ain't got nothing to do with politics. This is just a jealous ass, old ass. Oh, I could, I could throw all kinds of explicits out there. He's just a, a depressed motherfucker that don't know his ass from a hole in the ground, pissed off like crazy because Barack done eight years. He only did four. You know what I mean? The comparison, the sad part of what white folks look for in their comparison to black people is just some scary shit. I mean, why are you so worried about the bullshit? You're allegedly a fucking billionaire. Damn, give me a couple dollars, motherfucker. Damn, I'll show you how to be happy up in this motherfucker. This man, rich as hell, then he collected about $400 million from all these supporters of Trump, and he's giving it out to all these different people as his allies, as he calls them. Why do you think Solis and and all these different senators and Congress people are in this corner? Because he's throwing money in their war chest. They don't have to hustle for contributions because he's sitting on five, six hundred million from contributors from his supporters. So instead of them hustling for ten million, he'll throw fifteen million at them. They ain't got to do shit but wake up in the morning, and fifteen million is in their account. All them little brainwashed motherfuckers. They money, this money all over the place. But see, money can't do two things in life. Can't buy love or fucking happiness. Let me repeat it again. Money cannot buy love or happiness. So them jokers ain't got no love and they damn sure ain't happy. So I'm going to leave it at that. So start paying attention to this shit, man. Because this whole GOP Republican thing is tripping right now. And you better start listening to some right-wing uh, media to hear what the hell they talking about, because they talking a lot of shit on their own channel. Anyway, I'm going to leave it alone. I bet they are. If that man called called out a, a black person, a buckwheat, at a at an open uh, 
state meeting like mm-hmm. that, I'm sure what they say other times is off the chain. They think Trump's their whole card. That's their whole card. That's their defense mechanism. That's their defense mechanism. That's their backdrop. That's the my savior, my, I mean, really? Come on. Good will always outdo evil. People, they're confused. Good will always outdo evil. Evil will never win. Never win. Anyway. All righty. Uh, that was Papa Didi, and what's Papa? He's going to break it down for you every week on the Pajama Party Show, because that's how we do. All right. That time, Kettle. All time right. We're going to lighten it up. It is going to lighten it up and give you some of this week's weird news. We're going to start out with, uh, let's see, I've got the first one. Let me see, where are we going on this one? This one's out of Detroit. Let's go to Detroit, Motor City. We got Detroit, a Detroit pizzeria owner who was upset over people getting $150 tickets for unwittingly parking in the handicap zone, decided he was going to do something about it. He went and got a bucket of blue paint and marked the street himself. He said, people come to Detroit to try to support our city, and they end up walking away with a $150 ticket, and they feel like they were tricked into it. And uh, he just decided that was his last straw when he saw a woman and her children go to a little ice cream place, and when they came back out, they found a ticket on their car, $150. He said he was talking to his buddy who was sitting there with him, and he said to his buddy, we're going to go buy some blue paint, and that's what we did. He said there's a a single sign along the street around by the curb indicating that parking is reserved for drivers with a handicap tag. But because of the way the sign is positioned, like in the middle of the street, it's really confusing because the parking enforcers consider the street space reserved for as many as four vehicles. And he wanted the drivers to be warned. So he said that um, people, you know, didn't understand it was handicapped parking. So the, the, the parking patrol people said that, People should have read the sign and understood it, and it's their problem. And, you know, that was the attitude that they had. So, of course, the media got hold of it when he and his buddy went out and painted the street and uh, got a little public attention. So, finally, after all that media attention, the city decided to do something about it. And they came out and power washed all of his blue paint away, and they fixed all the signage. And they said, okay, we're going to, you know, mark it correctly and make it so that people can tell which ones are actual handicapped parking and which are not. So the pizzeria owner, his name, uh, what's his name, Tony Sacco, he said he did the right thing. And he was standing by the blue paint that he put down on the street. Because he said it's not right. People trying to come and shop, and they come out feeling good because they, you know, came into the city of Detroit trying to spend some money. And then you come out, and you got a $150 ticket on your car. So shout out to Tony Sacco. He made something happen, so he did something good. All right. So he's not on the kissing list. Put him on a good list. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's not on the kiss it list this week. Even though he was, it was illegal to go out there and paint the street. He said he did it for a good cause. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Okay, I got the next one. Uh, let me All right. see. Back up, man. Okay. A fed up man paints rude pictures over potholes. That's exactly what one man in New Zealand did, and now he might find himself in a, in a spot of trouble. After he spent three years painting penises around potholes in a oh, bid to highlight the plight of his local roads. His name is uh, Golf Upson. Golf Upson decided to take matters in his own hands, having complained to um, the Auckland Transport about the dangerous potholes more than 20 times. The road safety um, campaigner became increasingly frustrated when he received no reply and decided to start highlighting the potholes by painting penises around it. Okay, in the last three years, Golf says he's drawn more than 100 pothole penises and recently went went uh, back to some of his old artwork to brighten up the faded green paint. Oh, so man. until last week, uh, Golf had never been in trouble over the paintings. However, he was recently contacted by the police after a member of the public complained about one of his pieces. The officer told him he would be speaking to um, Auckland Transport over possible repercussions. He could um, he maintains that if it if it wasn't local authority taking so long to fix the problem, potholes he have no uh, need to paint the penises in the first place. Um, he goes on to say, um, if they come out and fix the road, then 100% of my drawings will be removed. Okay. Okay. Alrighty now. Interesting. That's in New Zealand. That's one way to handle it. Paint penis around potholes. We need to put the um, Auckland Transport uh, of New Zealand on the kissing list because they didn't take care of their potholes. (laughs) Okay. New Zealand Transport. Got it. Uh huh. All right. That's funny. What's your weird news, <laughs> mm, This this was in California. Uh, whew, this is a weird town, Tichapi, Tichapi, California. A woman's home was trashed by a flock of giant uh, California contours, contours of these big ass birds. Mm. Yeah, they're they're huge. Giant California contours are rare, but not at a at Cindy Mulkin's home. About 15 to 20 of the giant endangered birds had recently taken a liking to the house in the city of uh, Tichapin and have made quite a mess. Wow. All right. Now, the lady's daughter, her name is uh, uh, Sandra of San Francisco, began posting photos of the uh, rowdy guests on Twitter. She told the San Francisco Chronicle the birds show up at her mother's home uh, sometime like like la- sometime last weekend, the birds have trashed the deck, ruining a, a, a spa covered decorative flags and lawn ornaments. Uh, just knocked over all kind of scrap. They crapping everywhere. They're pooping everywhere. It's just 
it's a mess. And I've never heard these. If you look and pull up the word contour, C O N, condors, C O N D O R S. These are big, big, ugly birds. Crazy. Yeah, they're big. Don't they, they look all, like vultures? Yeah, they look like vultures, but they're flocking to the lady's house. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they said she's definitely frustrated, but also in an act that she's uh, she knows that it's an unusual experience that this is. She think it's some type of. Uh, heaven sent situation while they're flocking on her. I guess she feels really? like she's the chosen one, you know. But the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services, which uh, runs a program to save the species from extinction, uh, responded on Twitter. The agency noticed that the house is an historical, it was a historical contour habitat. So you're kind of oh. saying that they're just coming back to roost because that's where they used to roost at mm-hmm. years ago. So she's up in their territory. Well, apparently, I guess it's like anything else. You know, people just wonder why there's so many deer somewhere because the deer was there before that damn townhouse complex was. Just because they built a couple of townhouses don't mean the deer doesn't (laughs) Doesn't mean it's yours. (laughs) Yeah, so so the uh, conservation people are working to uh, clear out her situation up there. And uh, like I said, pull up uh, C-O-N-D-O-R-S, Condors. These, they're big, and then they're, they're oh my! They look like somewhere between a vulture and a turkey, and a, it just—that's a big bird. Yeah, you got to see it. It is huge. I tell you what, if they were out in the back of my house, I would stay in the house. I would let them just yeah. go ahead, do what you're gonna and do. Their wingspan when they fly is like. Mm. So anyway. All right. Well, that's the weird news for this week. Rounded that one up. Uh, Let's see. We're going to take a break, and we're coming back with me. And I'm just saying. I'm going to talk about privileged folks tonight. So you don't want to miss that. Coming back uh, right after this break on the Pajama Party Show. You're listening to the Pajama Party Late Night Adult Talk Show. We've added a new segment to the show called The Kiss It List. Every week, we put people on this list who have done dumb stuff or have been irritating or just gotten on ours or your nerves. So we call them out and put them on the kiss it list, and we tell you why. If you have somebody you want to add to our kiss it list, hit us on Twitter at apajamaparty and use hashtag kissit, and we'll add them to the list. If you prefer to email your contenders, send them to info at apajamaparty.com. We'll call them out every Friday night at the end of the show, so get those names in. Now, let's get back to the Pajama Party crew and more of the show. But this DJ, would you mind turning it up a notch? Oh, how rude! Oh, you're on the kiss it list. Alright, welcome back to Pajama Party. Wind Hills, Papa DJ, here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Darling. All right, we're going to turn over to Red Wine for, uh, I'm just saying, uh, take it away, Red Wine. All right, tonight, I'm just saying, do you want an apology for the inconvenience? That's my topic tonight. You probably or might have heard that Caitlyn Jenner Mm. has jumped on the bandwagon trying to recall the governor of California. What's his name? Newsom. Trying to recall Governor Newsom from California. Now, Caitlyn Jenner seems to think that she can do a better job 
So she's decided she's going to throw her hat in that ring, claiming she's going to run for governor of California. Mm. Now, Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin has less than zero political experience. Of course, that never stopped anyone before, a.k.a. the Terminator. Yeah. Who else? Ronald Reagan. Just I'm just thinking of the people who ran and won offices in California. So, you know, I guess that won't matter. But, but here's the thing. Ventura. Yep, that's another one. Jesse Ventura. He was a, he is was or U- was a Utah wrestler. Somebody. Yeah, wrestler. I think he was a governor of Utah. Okay. Somewhere. But here's the thing now. Caitlyn Jenner went on Fox TV mm-hmm. complaining that, get this, her friends and her fellow private plane owners are upset and they've been packing up, leaving and threatening to leave California because they're tired of having to see all these homeless people in California. It's just too much for these private plane owners, okay, a.k.a. rich folk, privileged folk. I'm like, really? So we're supposed to be concerned and lose sleep that the people that own private planes are distressed because when they go to the hangar where their private freaking plane is, they have to see, oh, my God, the homeless people. It's just too much. They can't, they just can't deal with it anymore. And they're telling Caitlin, we're just going to have to move and take our plane and go elsewhere. California is just being inundated with all these homeless people. Oh, my God. I can't deal with it. This is the bull crap that she got on Fox TV, and this is like part of your campaign platform? Fox TV. Exactly, Fox. You gotta listen to No it. surprise, but but I'm it. like, really, this is your campaign platform? You're trying to make things better for these rich folks? So you want to deal or eradicate the homeless situation, not because it's the right thing, not because the homeless should not have to live on the street, but because it's pissing off the rich people. Give me a bleeping break. So she goes on to talk about how she said to her hanger guy that he was saying something about his hanger guy. Hanger guy. The hanger guy. The plain hanger guy. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Is he to the pool guy? <laughs> really? You know, the hanger guys were talking, and he was saying, oh, this other hanger guy said he's going to move to Arizona to escape the growing homeless population because it's just too much. Now, she's looking out for the private plane owners and wants to make it more convenient for them to have to not see the homeless people in California. If that doesn't sound like some white privilege bull, I don't know what does. Instead of her focusing on why the homeless numbers are going up, and trying to find a solution, she's concerned about how it inconveniences her and her rich friends. Mm. I mean, really, just, just, mm. just don't. Now, she's Caitlin is clearly out of touch with the majority of the voting population in California. You know, the other ninety-nine percent that don't own private planes and don't give a crap about private plane issues. <laughs> People don't care about that. It's just that 1% or fraction of a 1%. Now, if she and her rich friends are expecting an apology from the homeless people in Cali, they might as well pack up and leave now. 
because what she said has got to be some of the most insensitive, tone-deaf, and moronic babble that I've heard from a wannabe politician since probably the last time Lindsey Graham opened his mouth. Or maybe since Mitch McConnell confessed to the world that 100% of my focus is on blocking or stopping President Biden. Now, just the idea that he opened his mouth and actually said that just kind of makes you want to scratch your head. If he's totally focused on being a blocker, I guess that's why the Republican Party has no direction. But I digress. So I'm just saying, if they, these rich people that own planes, if they want an apology for the inconvenience of having to see poor and homeless people that are just trying to survive until times get better? I mean, do they do they really just want the homeless to apologize for being homeless? How about Caitlin apologize for being an insensitive idiot? How about Fox apologize for being Fox? But, you know, neither of those are ever going to happen. So this is red wine, and I'm just saying, these people really should tread lightly. Because riches can be gone real fast. You can be rich today and homeless tomorrow. And these folks that are talking all that smack about the homeless, they better be cool because they might be the next ones down there on Skid Row shaking their cup, talking about can you spare a dime. So I'm just saying. I don't like Mm. ugly. A hanger man. <laughs> Ninja, please. Okay. Ooh, moving on. That was good information. All right. I'm just sick of the bull crap. I didn't know the girl was out there doing all that. Oh, she out there acting a fool. And then to, to pick on that particular subject, it really has no barrier to the world at all. Something that has no worth whatsoever. Mm. And you out there like that's your campaign platform. Mm. Oh, the people with private planes, they're they're tormented because of the population of the homeless. They have to see all the time. Mm. I tell you, though, if she, you know, are we going into my segment here? Yes, we are. It's time for living for the city. Let's talk for Dee. All right, fuck it. Let us segue. I'm not going to talk out of I'm not going to talk out of turn, but. Take it away, Papa Dee. All right, let's let's look at the history of uh of what's her name, Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. All right. Your girl. Let's take her. <laughs> you know that's your girl. Let's take her back to when she was Bruce Jenner. I was a fan when he won the uh, decathlon in the Olympics, where you gotta do the you know you gotta run and then you gotta swim, ride a bike and jump hurdles and steeplechase and all kind of shit. And he did that, you know, bing, bang, boom, okay? Now, once he won the Olympics, he was hanging around L.A. just as an average Joe, you know what I mean? Wasn't nothing in particular. He was on a couple Wheaties boxes and shit. Mm -hmm. He never played in the NFL and none of the other shit. He was just known for for the decathlon winner in the Olympics. All right, now... In comes O.J. Simpson. All right? Now, O.J. Simpson built a lot of people's careers, whether they want to talk about it or not. 
All right. That whole O.J. Simpson trial put so many people on the map. It's not even funny. You hear me? Mm-hmm. I'm talking at least people you know out here today, at least 500 people in the entertainment world got their break during old older people, people of a certain age now. And this he got their break during the OJ trial. Okay? Case in point, his dream team. Who was one of OJ Simpson's lawyer on the dream team? Kardashian. Ding ding ding. Ding ding ding. Correct. Mm-hmm. One of his lawyers on the OJ Simpson dream team was Mr. Kardashian. Mm-hmm. which is Kim and all those chickadees' father. Okay, God rest his soul after the trial. He had an early demise where he passed away. All right? But he was just a basic lawyer. He wasn't even in the main joint. You know, Johnny Cochran and the other guy, F. Lee Bailey, and uh, a couple other jokers was the main jokers in that trial. Kardashian was just he, just, he had he had good hair, okay? Now. And he dressed nice. He dressed nice. Now, here's the deal. Bruce Jenner, after Kardashian passed away, married Kardashian's wife or ex-wife or widower, mm-hmm. okay, and got into the family. Now, now that the family picked up some fame from the O.J. Simpson trial, Kim started doing her thing. She was fucking Ray J. And, damn, who else was she fucking? She was fucking about four um, or five motherfuckers. Wasn't she? So Kim was getting fucking hot, fucking that stuff they used to make babies with sprayed all over. So she became famous with that first and foremost by, you know, making videos and shit, getting, you know, poked and shit in the, in the, in the brown eye. Anyway, so she became famous and, and she, and this is where everything evolved when it became the Instagram and Twitter and all Facebook. I think back then it wasn't Facebook. It was, uh, uh, what was the other one before oh, Facebook? Gosh. It was called, uh, uh wasn't Facebook. Damn, MySpace. help me out. MySpace, yeah, MySpace. Oh, MySpace. Nah, that's late. That's late. Say that. That's yeah, late. I think oh, it was MySpace. MySpace. I was talking about MySpace. Yeah. MySpace. Okay. All that crap. So all of a sudden she gets into this. I'm just I'm, what I'm doing basically. I'm not really making no. I'm just saying that she got a nerve to talk when she wasn't nothing but an Olympic person. That was it. And she ended up marrying a Kardashian. Then all of a sudden, the Kim was the one who started making money, mm-hmm. mad money, mad money. Then the little daughter, who is in fact his daughter, with her. Yeah, the one that's a model. The one that's a model. That's the one that's making mad, mad, mad money. Okay, so that's where his money came from was the fact that the younger daughter looked at Kim and said, well, shit, if you could do this shit, hell, I weigh 100 pounds less than your fat ass. You know what I mean? And a lot prettier. And, and the other one, what's her name, Chloe? Chloe was yeah. just... Kim's sister. Yeah, Chloe, Chloe was just the ugly duckling, and she just breached she She's just messing around with black basketball players, so that's where her shit is. But anyway, I could do a, a skit on all of them. But anyway, getting back to, what's the name, uh... Caitlin. Caitlin. This is Caitlin's beginning, okay? As Bruce Jenner, as a, 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 a Olympic winner only. That's all he did. Won in the fucking Olympics, and he married Kardashian's widower, who was one of the lawyers of the OJ trial, and that's how he got in the game. And his younger daughter 
started making money. Kim brought money into the family big time, and then the younger daughter brought mad, mad money. So now he all of a sudden did his transition and all that jazz. But the one thing, if he became governor, whew, I had to see that motherfucker every day. Because sometimes, sometimes she don't be looking her best. You know, some of them dresses and them wigs be looking kind of interesting. Oof. No disrespect, and I respect what she's doing. But damn. But damn. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. I don't want to get letters and cards and all kind of shit. But anyway, I don't even know why. I was even, this wasn't even supposed to be my subject tonight, but red wine baited me with a big-ass piece of shrimp, and I ate that shit. Now I'm lured into her story with Caitlin. But Caitlin, but make a long story short, Caitlin, please get get off of that rich stuff. Like like Red Wine said at the end of her statement, man, you could be you could you could fuck up some money quick, okay? Oh, yeah. You could fuck up money quick. Rich is cool, but you got to be rich like like uh, I think the most successful rich person in the world today, in my opinion, is Michael Jordan. He's a joker that's been rich for a long time because they always said it was three Michaels in the world that had money: Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan, and Mike Tyson. And out of the three of those Mikes, Michael Jordan is the only one that managed to hold on to his dough. Yeah. And keep his shit half-assed clean. Well, it's so much white, but he's still on his first bank account. So he's still, (laughs) you know what I mean? But his wife, his first wife, yeah, the first wife took all the money. Woo, she, what was her name? Juanita. Uh, Yeah. Woo, Juanita walked away with like 300 million anyway. But yeah, make a long story short, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not going to pick on Caitlin. God, God bless her, everything she stands for. I'm just for. saying, please don't run for governor, for real, for real. Uh-uh. Go sit down and go talk to your I don't want to see her every day. In the plane anyway. hangers. Go talk to your hanger man. Yeah, and like I said earlier, just to close up, start listening to Fox. Start listening to some right. Start listening to some right-wing media. Start listening to what Trump is saying and what all these jokers... Because he got them all in a big old cult. And not that they're not going to materialize. Don't get afraid because, see, God don't like ugly. And like I said before, good will always conquer evil. I've never seen evil win because it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. You really got to put a hard face on to look bad. But the smile, hell, all you got to do is smile. Smile don't take nothing but open your mouth, showing your teeth, and brazing your cheekbones. Easy as hell. But the frown, you got to look all fucked up. So, anyway, we'll leave it at that. Okie dokie. How about that? <laughs> okay. It'll work. Woo! Mm-hmm. I'm blowing my mind tonight. <laughs> I wasn't trying to get on Kayla. Kayla I was, Jenner was blowing my mind with that crazy stuff. Talking about my hanger man. It was like, uh, they're going to And that was on Fox News. You've got to listen to Fox News to hear this shit. And I'm not saying, you know, because I'm a big, I mean, I'm I'm a big CNN person myself, you know. I like my man at night. Uh, What's his name? I like Cormo and... Cormo and Lemon. And Lemon and and, uh, Anderson Cooper. You know, those are my boys. They keep it tight. But you got to turn on Fox, boy. That shit will be, you'd be like, damn, I can't believe they're saying this shit. They off the chain. <laughs> should be saying some so wild. I really be thinking. I, I really wonder if, like, when is the FCC going to shut this down? 
They're not because they they're in their the pocket. Line. They're in their pocket too. But they crossed the line. But they got I'm money. I'm thinking like I know Rupert Murdoch owns all These this. People live by money. They I'm really like at are. some point the FCC has got to step in. I'm like, oh, that did it. FCC is coming for, and then nothing happens. Then you come back next week thinking, okay, that dude's getting ready to get fired. You tune in another week or two later, dude's sitting right there talking smack again. They got money. I'm like, yo, I mean, when, when, fire anybody. You know what, just off the book. People just say things that they know are not true, and it doesn't matter. When when Trump paid those two prostitutes, I guess you want to call them, over $200,000 when he first ran for president. Mm-hmm. The one girl that had the lawyer and the other girl Stormy who was a playboy. Stormy Anytime you paying a woman, two, two, two different women, like 200000 apiece, just so they wouldn't talk. I mean, you got some throwaway-ass money. I'm like, are you serious? And they still ran their mouth. I'm just saying, but you you acting all professional on one level, but you're throwing 200 Two hundred grand out to, co- to to quiet up some coochie. I, I don't understand. I'm saying I mean, even on top of all that, they still couldn't keep it quiet. Shit is scary, man. It's scary. Anyway, all right, let's take a quick break, and we're coming back with Kettle so we can get an update on what's happening yeah. in the entertainment world. Yeah, Kettle's going to give you all the information you need. That's right. So that you can be informed. And you ain't got to cover the Kardashians. I did that already. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right, we'll we'll take a break. We'll be back on the other side. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Hey, this is Papa Didi. Join me on Friday night for live at the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. And don't miss my segment called Living for the City and What's Poppin'. Hey, and and join me. This is Red Wine with the Long Long Stem. And I've got the hot topics in my commentary called I'm Just Saying. And don't forget, the cocktail of the week for me, Shadow with the Yellow Top. I got the Hollywood wrap-up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the kisser list. That's for the people who get on our last nerves and you want us to call them out. So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the Pajama Party. Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to apajamaparty.com to listen online or follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Call us live, 914-803-4306. Don't forget to press 1. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what happened to the snack tray or the bartender? Does he want to see my slippers? I'll call the room service. All right, welcome back to a John Party. One host, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Bonsoir. Hey. Hey. All right. It's time for Kettle and the Hollywood wrap-up. What you say, Papa Didi? Hollywood. Hollywood. Take it away, Kettle. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um... Talking about IHOP and Adam Sandler. He got turned away at an IHOP. IHOP mm. is wow. hoping to make amends with Adam Sandler next week after an unwitting hostess turned away the comedian at a Long Island location. The IHOP employee, not realizing she was talking to Adam Sandler, told the actor that the restaurant was busy and uh, he, it would be a long way to be seated. So he left the restaurant. So the mishap went viral on TikTok, of course, as usual, which prompted a response from Sandler on Twitter, joking that he only left the IHOP because 
the nice woman told me the all-you-can-eat deal didn't apply to milkshakes. So now IHOP is making it up to Sandler by declaring his this Monday, Milkshake Monday. So customers <laughs> can go to any of the restaurant chains, 19 locations across Long Island, and pay $6.49 and get all-you-can-drink milkshakes beginning at noon up until 8. Also, wow. they're going to um, donate $1 of each milkshake sold um, at its roughly uh, 1,600 locations across U.S. to um, Comedy Gives Back. It's a charity for struggling comedians that lost income because of the pandemic. So they said up to $50,000 they're going to give. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. That worked well. out. Yeah, it sure did. Um, the um, series Sex in the City. Five actors are joining the Sex in the City re- reboot. We know who's not coming back. <laughs> uh, in January, former Sex in the City star shared a teaser for the reboot, and just like that. So Jessica, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, Christian Davis, and John Colbert. They're expected to come back. Of course, Kim Cattrall, you know, the one that plays, plays Samantha, uh, they're not yeah. coming back. So, uh, and Jessica Parker says this, this storyline is not, you know, really about her. So it's like, we're going to move on. So it's like, okay. But, uh, okay. you know, it, it, it seems like it's, it's, it's a feud going back and forth on that. But uh, that's what sells tickets. That's how I look at it. So. Uh-huh. Um, also, in uh, The Masked Singer, the uh, Rope Pine, um, he was unveiled the other night. Anybody knows who it was? No. Okay. Drum roll. It was Tyrese Gibson. What? Uh, yep. Tyrese. Nicole, she fig- yep, she figured it out. Nicole, she figured it out. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. He said it was it was hard trying to keep it from his kids, but I mean, you know, he, he, I guess he did a good job because mm. you know, sometimes I think uh, I think he knows certain people that are on there, but he's not going to say, of course. But uh, yeah, okay. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see if uh, the last person I think it's his ex-wife. I think it's a uh, uh, songbird. I think it's uh, her. Mariah? First, you know, his first wife. Yep. I think it's his first wife. I don't know. The one, the one I don't know left. if she would even yeah. do that show. You don't think so? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're talking about the ratings that go out the roof if she did. So yeah. She might be feeling mm-hmm. thirsty enough to do it. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, and last but not least, people is going to celebrate Cher. Do you guys believe Cher, the pop diva, is turning 75? No, I don't believe that. I can't believe it. They're going to, in honor of that milestone, people is publishing a special issue devoted entirely to the ageless diva who has been on the cover 11 times. Wow. Wow. You should see her. You should see her mom. Her mom is like ninety something, ninety five or something. She's she's gorgeous, just as 
this is Sherry. So um, I might have to check that issue out. So, yep, the whole that issue is, is going to be wow. about Michelle, 75. I can't believe and she's 75. I just saw I, her do an interview like maybe a week ago, and she mm-hmm. does not look anywhere near 75. She doesn't. Uh-uh. She still kind of has the same shape. She's still slim. I mean, she may gain a little weight here and there, but, you know, that uh, mm. looks the same to me. Yeah. All right, well, Sherry. That was a good she interview. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was. know that's right. So I might have to check out the people issue, people issue. But, um, yeah, she was involved with uh, something with an elephant, um, transporting him out of freedom. He's been in bondage, what, I think it was over 50 years, I think? Yeah, it was a long uh, time. And she had been working yeah. with some other group or people to try to get this elephant set free. Right. And they finally right. got so, it done. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yes, that was. Yep, yep. Through this whole pandemic thing, I mean, they got it done. You know, a lot of money to yeah. transport them, but. Uh, she has a particular foundation, and they help um, they help with the um, transportation. Yeah, shout kudos out to the Yeah, kudos to Shea, seventy-five years young. <laughs> All right, right. That's my that's my Hollywood wrap up. All right. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Give us all the good Welcome. information that we need, so we know what's going on. Ah, oh, appreciate that. All right, Papa Didi, we're down to the kiss it list. Can you uh, explain to people who may not quite understand when we say we're going to put somebody on the kiss it list, what exactly does that mean? That's just showing your booty list, all the people that showed their butt over the last week or so or beyond. And, uh, well, who you want to start with? I'm going to start with Lindsey Graham and uh, Mitch McConnell. Tim Scott. Tim Scott. And the whole state of South Carolina that voted to bring back the firing squad. What kind of crazy stuff is this? Who are they going to get to pull the trigger? Hmm. Yeah, I'm like, what you going to do? Are you that cold-blooded? You're going to tell all the guards, all right, we got to go kill somebody. Everybody get your gun, load them up. You're going to blindfold them and tell them, you know, everybody start firing. Keep shooting till he doesn't move. That's some barbaric here, uh, mess. Javon Colasso, uh, the the guy that pointed the gun at the kids and the in the bus driver, oh. walked away clean. Yeah, put him on there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the California bar owner selling the fake COVID nineteen back card. Yeah, for sure. Twenty dollars. Put them on there for selling them so cheap. Twenty dollars. <laughs> put them on there for selling them. Period. Twenty dollars. Oh, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got officer, yeah. uh, officer Rolf. That's the officer who had been fired in Atlanta and then got his job back. Shot that brother in the back. Mm-hmm. Shot and killed coward. the brother. Shooting him in the back. A coward. Yeah. Um, I have Bruce Bartman, the um, Pennsylvania man, put the two deceased people on on the voting thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Caitlyn. Um, you know. Oh yeah. Got to put Caitlyn Jenner on the kiss it list. Worried about oh, rich Lord. people in their private planes. 
Okay. The hanger. Having to, in the hanger. My hanger people. My hanger guy. (laughs) You worried about people having to see homeless people and they're trying to move away from California. They fly around all day. That's a problem. Whatever. You're probably just. We all want to go today. Uh, also, New Zealand transport. Oh, yeah. But not dealing with the potholes in New Zealand. Yeah, so the man had to put some, uh, create some penises on top of them. Oh, shit. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, yeah. The Peloton. What's the guy's name? The yeah. CEO of Peloton, John Pope or... He's a Trump supporter. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, whatever his damn name is. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah. They, you conference. know what? It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if, if he's not gone within the next uh, couple of months. He might be gone. He might fire his ass. So. I would not Yeah, say he finally realized that stuff was bad. He played it off mm-hmm. at first, and then once he heard that kid was killed. Yeah, then he had you know, to deal yeah, with it. Yeah, we we are sorry for that. I'm like, my goodness. Oh, and then look at them commercials. Like like everything is so mighty, and everybody's in such good ass shape, and just oh, so overzealous. And then these people leaving these powerful machines right in the damn living room, mm-hmm. and letting the kids and the dog run around them. And oh, please. Also, I have Representative Hawthorn. 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 I probably got his name mm-hmm. wrong, but that's the guy who made that buckwheat comment. Yeah. You're going to call another black person buckwheat? Not another, because this was a white guy. This was a state representative. In the, in the state house. In the state house at, a, at an open hearing. But what about the... What call, about, this, call the black person in that room buckwheat. Well, how passive is the black person to, to be called that? Well, this was a person in the audience. It wasn't another representative. It was somebody in the audience. This man was taking forever to get to his point. The person in the audience was basically kind of heckling him, saying, mm-hmm. like, get to the point or something. And he was like, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, Buckwheat. That's what was said. And that's when the woman, uh, the other representative at the gavel, she couldn't even get it out good. She was like, oh, uh, uh, we no, we, uh, we are not going to, uh, you, you cannot... She couldn't even get the words out. Instead of her just saying, we're not going to tolerate that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, she stumbled and fumbled over her stuff, so add her to the kiss it list. I tell you before, Trump is throwing stardust all in these jokers' eyes. They just think they got power. Well. I couldn't believe it. But anyway. Put 45 on there, too. Oh, he's you got perm- anybody else? He's perm- He's in permanent black marker. He ain't going over Fox Network. Fox Network, of course. Anybody else, Kevin? That's it? No, uh, I'm finished. Okay. Okay. All right. We've got a special gift for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. Here it is. Kiss my empire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world kiss my ass. Kiss my ass.
right, welcome back to the John Party One Hills Papa Dee. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Ow! Bonsoir, darling. All right. What a Friday night. Oof. We got it in, we got it done, and we're down to the last word. Well. What's your last word tonight, Papa Dee? My last word is to keep your head up and uh, listen to some of that right-wing media, I'm telling you. It's going to open up your head to know that you you will say, I don't believe the jokers is out there talking like that. But they are carrying on. Believe me, Donald Trump is throwing money around and sprinkling dar- stardust, and jokers have lost their damn mind. And when, when the pandemic lifts and you go back in the office, take a look at your coworkers a little harder because some of them jokers have lost their mind over the last year. Okay, ever since the, the, the Capitol building and all that, you ain't going to recognize some of your white friends. So, <laughs> all right? And your white friends, if y'all listening, people ain't recognizing y'all ass. Anyway. Okay. Leave it my last word is be careful who you vote for because right now you have different states that are trying to restrict the way we vote, how often we can vote, and even if you have the ability to vote. So you better watch these people. Because like Papa IDs. said, they're getting real slick. They're checking IDs and everything. They they're think, getting real tricky. They think we're illegal and that we are so... They're know. getting tricky and they're getting slick. And our vote so, is one way that we have a voice to be able to say what you want and what you don't want. So don't let them steal your vote. Yeah, well, they got to clean it That's all my last word. What's your last word, Kel? Um... Just to tie everything up, just stay woke. You know, we got to stay woke and listen to uh, what we need to be listened to, and um, try to pull this yeah. nation back together. This United States. I mean, hopefully we can become united again. Also, mm-hmm. too, um, this this uh, this missile or this spaceship or whatever is flying out here from China. Yeah, better stay yeah. woke on that too. They claim they don't know where the hell it is, but they need to find mm-hmm. out where it is. Yeah, I couldn't. It might hit us anytime soon. We we have no mm-hmm. idea, so we we better be take heed to different things and find out what's going on. They no, hoping it falls know. in the water. Mm. Yeah, that's hopeful. Many so. things. Also, yeah. Also, I wanted to say thanks for um the folks that out there listening tonight. Um, you can also catch us on um, Deezer, Spotify, and Google Podcast, and uh, some other entities. But those are the main ones you can check. It, uh, just pajama party. I had too many cocktails yep. tonight. Um, Apple Radio, iHeart Radio. <laughs> yep, we're everywhere. So just check us out yeah. every Friday night. 9 p.m., 9.15 p.m. time, as Papa say, but uh, we'll be here every right. Friday night. So, thanks for listening. It is. All right. Uh, shout out to our listeners, East Coast, West Coast, North and South, and all points in between. We appreciate you. Be sure to go to the website, apajamaparty.com. Check out the cocktail of the week. And there's other recipes for every cocktail of the week we have done since we started. So we've got cocktails that go back to 2015. So if you ever need a good cocktail recipe, check us out, apajamaparty.com. Click on Cocktail of the Week. 
and uh, we got some good stuff there. So we're done. We're going to get on out of here. Say good night, Pop. Good night, everybody. Say good night, cattle. Good night. Good night. Peace out. Bonsoir. Till next Friday night. We'll do it all over again. Fresh episode right out of the oven. We're out. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabi Kana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Party cool, keep it real for you. No clothes allowed. I'm a party.